gave me a way to live my life and still does. It gave me a path to follow in baptism. It gave me a way to live and not hate. It gave me a way to love and not hold a grudge. From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. Sometimes when we're stressed or afraid, we lose sight of what could be and forget to dream of a better tomorrow. Today, Father John Cusick reminds us that we're called to travel on a path of graciousness and kindness and help bring peace into the world one step at a time so we can help turn the dream into a reality. It was January 22nd. Two thousand thirteen. I found myself in a place I never dreamed or imagined I would ever be. It wasn't, it didn't even make my bucket list. That was the day before. But I stood about Five steps, six maybe, from a corona, little fence kind of thing. They stood in silence, sacred silence. It began earlier that morning when I and three of my friends were invited to a breakfast, casual breakfast, sweet rolls, coffee, things like that, in one of the assembly rooms of the Library of Congress. There were maybe a hundred people, maybe a few less. And one young man, dressed Natalie in a nice blazer, button-down shirt, tie. I learned later that he was a senatorial intern, and I had a hunch he was very new on the job. All of a sudden, he said, excuse me, would anyone like to go up to the inaugural platform? Four of us, like a porpoise shooting out of the Pacific, up go our hands, and about only a handful of other people. He said, please follow me. And we went down to the lower level of the Library of Congress where you can access a tunnel. Tunnel will take you to the U.S. Capitol where he told us we would have to be screened, go through the metal detector, and get the proper credentials to walk through the Capitol. Why do I think a lot of people didn't get that memo on January 6th? So we all got credentialed 
screened, and about the 10 of us followed him up some stairs, across the rotunda, up some more stairs, took a left, walked down some stairs, or about 20 feet on marble. There, like the double door in the back of this church this morning, he opened the door, and we walked out on the platform built for the inauguration of a president of the United States. There were other people milling around, but all the, I call them folding chairs, I suppose there's a fancier name than a folding chair, which is in my closet. They were gone. The, the podium for the address by the newly inaugurated leader of our country was gone. The four of us said nothing. And we sort of scattered quietly and slowly in quiet, just looking around at the bleachers now empty on either side platform where all the leaders past and present of power the land of the free and the home of the brave were seated 24 hours before I was called once by one of my priest mentors the last of the hopeless romantics. God blessed me with an unbelievably fertile imagination. And at the age of 75, it's as fertile now as it has ever been. Because I'm a great dreamer. I even dream in color. Do you dream in color? You don't. You're missing a lot. You're, you're missing some fun. I'm going to give you some crayons. And then when you're sleeping, you can color it in. It's a wonderful thing. And we all four of us went our separate ways. And I went about 10 paces now from that corona. And I stood like this. was going in my mind. Then I stopped. And like this, where the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court stood on 22 January 2013. Then my eye and my imagination moved again. Woman holding a family Bible.
on which this man placed his hand. I said the words to myself uttered by the Chief Justice. Then I walked up a few paces. I could see the outline of where the podium was and I looked out. A million plus people were gone from the mall. None will be there this year because the mall is closed to the public, ringed by fencing and barbed wire. And I looked out quietly, straight ahead of me, to the Washington Monument. And I leaned a little bit to get a little glimpse of the reflecting pool that led to Mr. Lincoln sitting on that throne in the monument named for him. I stretched a little bit I looked up and saw a bridge led to a sacred place where I had been two days before. A tribute to my president, John Kennedy. But then something overtook me on the 22nd of January. 2013. All of a sudden, I stopped seeing monuments and cemeteries in water. And all of a sudden, with 360 degree vision like a fish, I was looking at the whole world. The whole world was out there. And I began to wonder, did he see the same thing yesterday? Did he see to what he was called? To what he was supposed to see if he could and be if he had the courage? I was stunned. It was so magnificent. I remember it being a semi-cloudy day, who cares, but I could see and look out on the world. I wasn't on the bow of the Titanic. I was on a platform made of wood, looking west. Less than two weeks ago, I'll admit, I cried. The platform wasn't complete yet on the 6th of January, but it almost was. And people were climbing up 
the backside of the bleachers. They violated one of the most sacred places in my country. When I walked back in, they desecrated sacred sanctuary in our country. Perhaps they didn't hear the call. Perhaps they couldn't see what I could see. Perhaps in their own meanness, they could no longer dream of what could be. You will now be known as Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Peter didn't know. He didn't know why he got another name. He was new to the cabinet. But from then on, that's what Jesus called him. And he had to grow into an awareness to looking at something larger than life, to be able to dream in his mind of a world that the Lord Jesus could see. And for all of us today, to dream of a country It is filled with divine presence, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can, and hate cannot drive out hate, only love can. Call of Peter is the call to Tom Hurley. Frank and Nada, Betty, to our friends in Houston, to Liam Lawton in Ireland, to people everywhere, called to live up to our birthright. Oh, we're going to get angry and we're going to get, can't use the words, ticked off with other people, but we will try harder. We will be known by our graciousness and our kindness, regardless of our politics. To be a Democrat or a Republican, to be a liberal or a conservative, to be a Tea Party person, I don't care. All of those things are under the banner of graciousness and kindness and compassion and love and faith in what can be. My name is John Charles Cusick, and today for me, and this week, the Charles is the most important.
gave me a way to live my life and still does. It gave me a path to follow in baptism. It gave me a way to live and not hate. Gave me a way to love and not hold a grudge. My name is Charles this week. And we take this walk together. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Time now for announcements, events, and ways to stay connected. During these winter months, remember you're not alone. In addition to the podcast and live stream, you're invited to join us for prayer, reflection, and companionship on our online chapel. For the full schedule, please visit contemplativecommunity.org. The Foundation's Youth Ministry Pancake Breakfast is on Sunday, January 31st. It'll be a little different this year in that we're asking everyone to make pancakes from your home for your family, roommate, or neighbor, and donate to support Foundation's work tours. We'll be holding virtual contests and raffles via social media during the event. Winners in each category will win a $25 Grubhub gift certificate, and everyone who submits a picture will be entered into a raffle to win a summer weekend at a house on Minor Lake in Michigan. For all the information about the event, please visit oldstpats.org foundations. Friday, February 5th at noon is the next First Friday Club of Chicago. This month, Richard Moore, founder and CEO of Children in Crossfire, joins us for a conversation on learning to see again, but differently. To register, visit firstfridayclubchicago.org. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the live stream mass on Sunday, January 17, 2021 by Father John Cusick. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts and the Old St. Pat's app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.